All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy, or Therapy. Mick Thomas here. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you if you've subscribed, left a comment or review, good or bad. I appreciate the fact that you did take take the time out. Um, if you have any comments or anything you want to send to me, any questions you want answered or me to address anything, I've no problem doing it. Send me a message on Instagram, Mick Thomas Comedy. I'll access it there for you. But uh, started off. It's a, it's it's. I don't want to start off on a bummer, but it's been a tough a tough week for old Mick Thomas. Uh, two days ago, I had to put my dog asleep. My dog Sadie of six of fourteen years, and ah uh, man, it was really just just hard, just heartbreaking, and uh, I wasn't even around when it was done, you know, I was up in, I was coming back from Connecticut when I got the text message and saying, look, dog, the vet wants to uh, to put her down, and we might as well do it, we're here now, so, um, you know, she had dementia, which, you know, I, I think fucking vets, man, it's a scam, right, like, I'm sorry if you're a vet out there listening to this or you work for one and it's like it's it's got to be the last the last profession where we can call bullshit on right like like a psychic you can call bullshit on a psychic too because ah, we don't know what you're getting we don't know yeah really my grandmother's talking to you what are the chances of that that whole circus trick same with like when I was growing up there was no such thing as dog dementia or dog cancer. Your dog just got fucking sick and he died. Or she died. Now you go to a vet and it's like, yeah, $1,000, your dog has dementia. What's dog dementia? But apparently what she was doing was that she would wake up in the middle of the night. Not apparently, it was what she was doing. She would wake up in the middle of the night and she, would, uh, she wouldn't know where she was. You know, her, her left side of her her eye was she was blind in her left eye she became and in her left ear she was kind of going deaf and uh stairs were killing her there's a lot of stairs in my house and uh you know stairs were killing her and then so she would wake up in the middle of the night with dementia not knowing where she is not knowing uh you know and then she would just piss herself pissing shit all over the floor so the vet was like all right look at this dog is gonna he wake she wakes up every single night and she doesn't know who she is she doesn't know who you are and she's going to give herself a heart attack. She's so old. She's going to give herself a heart attack. And she's going to fucking die. So I said, right now, the best thing to do for, for everybody is to just uh, put her to sleep. So we gave we gave the go-ahead, right? We gave the go-ahead for that to happen. And uh, so I was on, I was coming back from Connecticut. I was in Connecticut myself. And I got the text message, and then I then I came in, and and of course, like there's just tears everywhere from all the kids, and it was just, you know, and then my son, you know, who's a bit of a like psychopath, like he likes to see people in pain, <laughs> and he goes, "Did did you cry? Did you cry, Dad? Da, did you cry?" And you could tell he had been crying, and it was weird because like I I I I didn't right, I was just kind of I I process and I'm still processing it, I guess. But I was like, yeah, yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of sad there on the, on the ferry coming over. I was kind of very sad on the ferry coming over, you know. He's like, yeah, but did you cry? I was like, yeah, and you know, you know, that's always weird too, because like, I don't know when, 
Like, I, I don't think my kids have ever seen me cry. Maybe at a movie, I would have, I would have hid the tears or something, right? But I remember, like, seeing my dad cry for the first time. I was about, I don't know, 12, 13. And I was the weirdest fucking thing. I was like, ugh. I think he was drunk, too. He was really drunk. And he, uh... And he, and he started to cry in front of me. Me and my other brothers. And we're like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, what do, you, what do we do with that? Quickly, get away. Get away from him. Like, what? Ooh. It was the weirdest thing ever. But, uh... Yeah, man. And then I got back that night. And then... I went and I did a... I went to Governor's there on Long Island. And I, uh... Hung out with, with some funny friends in in the small room, and we laughed it off. And and then I uh, I was told before I went up it was a benefit for cats. Fucking raise money for cat. Like aren't cats the the one of the few animals you can drop them anywhere and they're okay? But I don't question it. You don't question the benefit that you're doing for you know because. I was like yeah, so I go and I go. I get up on stage and uh, I get up on stage and I open up with, I open up with, uh, uh, my dog just died. And I, people are like, oh, some people were. And some people thought like, is this guy being a dick now? Is this guy just came up on stage because we love animals and he's being a dick? I was like, no. And I talked about it. I talked about it. We don't have luck with animals in my house. When I say in my house, like back in Ireland, me and my brothers and sisters, like we don't, we grew up not having luck with any animals. Because I remember one time, like as if you, when I was a kid growing up in Ireland and everybody was poor in the 70s and 80s in Ireland. So if you ever had a pet, you didn't go to a store, you didn't buy the pet. There was no pets. The only things they had in pet stores were maybe budgies, like they're birds. Budgies, maybe terrapins which are illegal, I think, here in America now. Fucking terrapins are illegal because you can get salmonella from them. Who's licking these turtles? Leave the turtles alone. Stop licking these terrapins. Fuck's sake. They're fun pets. They're fun pets. And you know what? If your kid licks a fucking turtle, then there's something wrong with him. Chances are he's going to turn into some sort of weird sexual deviant that's going to hurt. He's better off licking a turtle, right? Let him lick a fucking turtle. But anyway... You had goldfish, turtles, and birds. That was fucking it. There was no, there was no dogs in the window. There was no cats in the window. They, we had no pounds. There was no kennels. Dogs went out at nighttime in packs, and they fucked, and then they came back again. Cats hid from the dogs that went out and fucked and killed everything. If you wanted, growing up in Ireland, if you wanted a, a dog or a cat, it either had to wander onto your property, into your back fence, go, all right, well, that's, that's my dog now. That's my Because nobody had dog collars. If you took a dog for a walk, you just tied him to a rope. <laughs> like, yeah, right. That's my dog now. Or your neighbor, you had to know a guy that gave away dogs, and they're all mongrels. There was no pure breeds. They're all or mutts as they call them in America, but mongrels, what they call them throughout Europe. Right? You got this mongrel because fucking it just fucked something else. And the guy woke up one morning with just a box full of puppies. They're like, hey man, you want you want a dog? Because if not, I'm gonna fucking we're gonna drown him. And that's true. It's not me being cruel. So you're like, yeah, I don't need a dog right now. Or like, yeah, they were the only two ways you got an animal. Either wandered into your fucking onto your property, or your it it fucked it got fucked by another dog and your neighbor didn't want all the babies. Kittens are do- are pups. 
And that's how you ended up with a dog and you didn't give a shit. You walk in, ah, now he's like, well, I only want a male. I only, I can only, I only want a male now. It has to be, you know, you just fucking got what you were given and that was it. But we never had luck, right? Because we had, we had, let me tell you this story. <laughs> we had two cats when we were growing up. Well, and we had a bunch of animals throughout the years, but my sister had two cats that we, we got, air quotes, got. And uh, my sister was 10. She's the, the oldest of the girls in my house. She's younger than me. And uh, so I was about 10 or 11. So she was maybe, I think, seven. Like, isn't it bad? I don't know my brothers and sisters' ages. Like, I know the order in which we're in, like a Russian doll. But I don't know what, I don't know what our actual, the actual ages are. I can all say around. So my, so I'm around 10 or 11. So my sister's probably around seven years old, right? And uh, so she had two cats. She had a pure white cat called Snowy. And a, a, a completely black cat called Midnight. Yeah, very fucking creative. Creativity wasn't a strong point in the Thomas household. So Snowy got like was really sick. Wasn't moving. Wasn't eating. Wasn't drinking. And my my ma was like, my ma was a softie for animals, right? As am I. As am I. I'm a softie for animals. All the documentaries I watch are on animals. I think animals are way better than people. Way fucking better than people. If we were to follow the rules of animals, we wouldn't have so many fucking... Like ants, right? You know if you go in in an anthill and an ant doesn't work or pull its weight, all the other ants go, get the fuck out. Get out. You got no business here. Get out of the hill. You're not contributing to anybody. You're useless. Get out. The women don't want you and the men don't want you around here working. Just get the fuck out. We don't do that, right? We, We baby the people. We baby the ones who don't want to work. I'm not saying the ones that can't work, but the ones that don't work, yeah, well, let's write them a check every month. That's fine. Not ants. So I love animals. I love the animal kingdom. I love justice in the animal kingdom. So my mother's like that. My mother's like me, very pro-animal. I'm pro-animal. I'm not, I'm very anti-animal people. Does that make sense? As in like dog, people who love dogs too much where they put them in a stroller. I'm like, fucking stop. Leave the dog at home. I used to work in a bank. They would come in. I can't stay here. My dog's in the car. I'm pretty sure the dog's not going to drive away, mate. You're fucking fine. So anyway, so so my mother takes his cat, Snowy, to the vet. And the vet's like, yeah, look, we got to, let me just put the cat down. And my mother's like, look, let me take him home. I'll take him home. Let my daughter say goodbye. Let me, my, my daughter say goodbye to the cat. And, uh, right, uh, she say goodbye to the cat. And then I'll take her away to the weekend to my mother's house up in Enniscorthy, County Wexford. I'll take her away. And my husband can bring the cat down when he comes back. When I say comes back, he's a truck driver. So he's on the road four days a week. He's on the road four days home for three or four days, right? So we... Uh, so then all of a sudden we go, we, she takes the cat down to the, so she brings the cat home. Sorry, I'm losing my place here. I'm watching what's going on around me. She brings the cat home and uh, we break the news to my sister. And like, look at, well, I don't do anything. I'm a fucking 10 year old, 11 year old kid. I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't care about my sister. So at <laughs> 10 or 11. So my mother breaks the news to her and she's like, oh no, really? She cries. And then she says her goodbyes to Snowy. Goodbye, Snowy. I love you. And. Oh my God, we had so much fun together. Blah, 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 blah. Typical girl kitten shit, right? 
So then she leaves. We all leave. My dad gets home. My mother's like, you got to take this cat. Calls him up. You got to take this cat to the vet to get put down. My dad's probably like, what? Fuck. Spent four days working. Now I have to come home and put this shit down. I didn't want the cat. I said, don't get the cat. I said, don't get the cat because I didn't want to do anything. I know I was told if we can keep the cat, I won't be responsible for it. Now here I am. I got a fucking drag. That's just my dad, right? So my dad gets home mad as all hell. We go away to my grandmother's for the day. It's a lot. It's like a, at that time was a an hour train ride. It's not anymore. It's a 15 minute drive. So it was an hour train ride. So my dad takes the cat down to go to the vet. The vet's, the vet's office is expecting him, right? Fucking wallop. Cat goes down. No problem. We come home, right? So... We all had a great time up at my grandmother's, whatever we did. I went fishing. We, you know, great. We always have a great time up, up at my grandmother's. We walk into the house. My sister goes right into the kitchen. And all we could hear was, <laughs> all we could hear was, Snowy, you're still alive. <laughs> my dad just fucking, my dad brought the wrong cat down to get killed. <laughs> he probably came home in a bad mood and just went, fucking cat, you come here. He probably couldn't catch her. Right, you probably couldn't catch the cat, and when that fucking you'll do, brought it down to the vet. The vet's office it wasn't the same vet there. All the vet had on file was kill Thomas's cat. Right, the vet, the vet's gonna assume that you're bringing in the right cat. Right, so my dad's like, yeah, fucking do what you got to do on that. How much is it gonna cost me? Fucking put the needle in and fucking my dad killed the wrong cat. Four days later, we had to bring down the original cat again. Two cats gone in a week. Fucking hilarious. But I. Uh, I told that story, I told that story the other night at the cat, at Governor's, and uh, they didn't like it, <laughs> they didn't like it. There was like six or seven people at the back that had these big guffaw of laughter, and you could tell that they were dragged to the event, like they had a girlfriend or a wife, like, we gotta go save the cats, and he's like, oh, fuck it, why? Just let's go save, and he was dragged to the comedy club, expecting like, not a good time, not a good show, and I think he... He laughed, they, these guys laughed so hard at this story because they were like, yeah, fuck the cats. <laughs> I love cats, man. I love all animals, right? I do, I'm an animal. We had another incident. This is to stay on the topic. I'm sorry for all you animal lovers out there who are not liking these stories, but it's life. It's what happened. I take no joy in it. I'm in the house one Sunday morning and uh, my daughter comes running in. She's like, Dad, oh my God, it's like something's wrong with the rabbit. And I was very shocked because I didn't know we had a rabbit. Like legit. I was like, what? We have a fucking rabbit? So we did, apparently. I went outside and I saw um, the big rabbit hutch that was there. And I guess I never, you know. So I walk in and there's a, a pure white rabbit. And uh, his head was turned all the way around like the, uh, the exorcist. Right? Like he looked like he was in pain, the poor thing. Looked like he was like just, like if he could talk or if rabbits could make noise, it'd be just like, fucking kill me! So <laughs> I, uh, I go, holy shit. So I call up this friend, air quotes, of the family who works for a vet. And I go, look. Here's what's happened with the rabbit. His head's turned all the way around. It's twisted down the way. It's dragging it along the shitty pellet hay on the bottom of his hutch. And, the, and the, the, the person goes, who's a vet's assistant, right? A vet's assistant. So she's relaying this stuff back to the vet. 
because I'm not paying top dollar for the vet. So, so she goes, oh yeah, yeah, the vet says it's one of two things. He either has an ear infection or a stroke. I go, you're your fucking, like what kind of vet, what kind of doctor comes up with those two scenarios, opposite ends of the fucking, like day one on the, of how to fix a rabbit book. If you're a vet school and you got a book and day one is, is ear infections, let's start small, right? The end of the semester, the end of the school year, fucking rabbits who have strokes, like, you got to fucking pick... Like, can you imagine going to the doctors and you walk in during flu season? Like, a, you get the... You get the... Oh, the sniffles. Like, oh, doc, I don't... Oh, I don't feel too good, doc, you know. I, be, I, I don't have an appetite. And the doctor's like, well, it's one or two things. It's either a cold or full-blown AIDS. Right? You would go, fuck me, you don't know anything about your job, doctor. If you are a doctor. So I go, all right, what's going on? So she goes, either way, the rabbit's in so much pain. If it's that type of ear infection, if his head is twisted that far around, it's, a, it's just in unbelievable pain and it's going to cost a lot of money to fix it for drops, for all that kind of stuff. It might need surgery. So I go, all right. He goes, if it's a stroke. So she goes, either way, that you're going to have to put the rabbit down. I go, all right, I'll bring the rabbit in. Fuck, how much is this going to cost me? Not a word of a lie, $400. I go, you're your fucking mind. I'll give you $400. To fucking just kill a rabbit. I used to go hunting rabbits when I was a kid. I would, we would make snares. My grandfather showed me to make snares. So I go, all right, look, at, wh- how is it $400? And he go, look, at, all right, you can do it yourself. I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do it myself. She goes, you could shoot it. Shoot it? All right, let me tell you two things. Number one, I don't own a gun. Number two, I'm not fucking Elma Fudd. Here's what the next thing that she said, the vet said. Here's what the next thing the vet said. I swear to God, she said, the vet says, well, you could put it behind your car and quickly reverse over it. A vet said that. A guy who went to fucking veterinary school, college, for God knows how long, said put, he actually said put the rabbit under the wheel and drive over it. Like, all right, kids in the car, we're going for a drive. Ready? Buckle up. Click, click. All right, we're here. The fuck is wrong with you? Fuck me, man. So I put it in the pillowcase and I drowned it in the pond. I did. I'm sorry. I put it in the pillowcase and I drowned it with the pond because I don't have the heart to hit it with something. I don't. I, I genuinely can't justify giving a $400 to, to put a fucking needle in it. I can't do it. I put it in a pillowcase and I, I, I dropped it in my pond. That's what I had to do. I'm sorry if that's upset a lot of you. I'm so sorry. But it's like, fuck it. There's a lot of people. Because I think we hold animals at different... Like, if I wouldn't do that to a dog, right? Probably wouldn't do it to a cat. I think... Like, let's start even higher. If you Like, what's the biggest animal you can have as a pet? Like, all right, if I'm a celebrity, right? I could have a... I could have a fucking elephant, a giraffe, a lion... Let's come back down. A horse, a donkey, a cow, a goat, dog, cat. That's that's the line. I couldn't drown any of those things. A deer couldn't hurt an animal like that, right? I just couldn't do it. Well, why don't you get below a cat? Come on. Like, now you're in rabbits, squirrels. Squirrels are kind of like rats, right? Let's be honest. They have the different tail. It's the only difference between a rat and a squirrel. 
I think we're in drowning territory, right? Would anyone agree? People drown rats all the time and nobody's got a problem with it. So don't get on your... And then, then you squash bugs, right? Now we're going down, the, down the, the line again. Now we're squashing bugs, worms. There's germs on your hand, though. But he gives a fuck about germs, right? People will crush ants. Do you ever have ants in your house? You call an exterminator. Ah, fucking ants. So don't get, your, get on your high horse. People who don't... All you vegetarians out there... I was a vegetarian for five years, right? You guys kill more animals than anybody because you eat so much fucking vegetables and what happens? The farmer's got to chop all these woodland area down to grow his crops, to put pesticides to kill thousands of animals. If you eat, if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, and you can look this up, but I'm not just being an asshole. You can look this up right now on any fucking anything at all. They'll tell you. That the, the, the life lost of an animal is more to feed a vegan than it is for an actual person who eats meat. Look it up. I'm not a liar. That's true. So anyway, I'm allowed to say those horrible things. I make it come across mean because I'm grieving. I'm grieving the loss of one of my best friends. My best friend, Sadie. So guys, that's the end of the podcast. I appreciate you listening in. You guys have been great. And... Uh, where am I? Uh, uh, this week coming up, I am on the 18th and the 19th. I am, or else the 17th, I got to look it up. 18th and 19th, I think it is. I am headlining on the Thursday night. I am headlining uh, the Stress Factory in, um, in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And on Friday night, I am opening for the great Artie Lang. Artie's back again. And I am headlining the late show when Artie leaves. Artie's doing one show, and then I'm headlining the late show. And then just announced, just announced um, the week of the 24th, all that week of November, I will be back at the Borgata Casino in Atlantic City, one of my favorite places to perform. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate you. Uh, any questions at all? Mick Thomas Comedy on Instagram, send me a message. And I really appreciate you laughing. And uh, well, I hope you did. And uh, thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. Good luck to you. This is the Mick Thomas Podcast Show.